0: Duke. from 48 hours this is blood is thicker the hargan family killings listen to blood is thicker the hargan family killings early and ad-free starting may 1st with a 48 hours plus subscription on apple podcasts
2: hey everyone i'm anisa ferrera and i'm devon rogers and this is mtv's official challenge podcast
1: Devon, I cannot wait to get into this episode with you. It's so messy.
2: Man, you know I had to come on and represent with the CBS people. But don't say that too loud. I like sad, if I ever go back, no, I No, you just be... said
1: it. You actually just said it, and <laughs> I, I heard be... it. So, well, now you're in it. Now you're in it. You heard it here first, <laughs>
2: folks. And don't let her let, I can't even speak. I have MTV friends, too.
1: <laughs> Fine, for now. <laughs>
2: What's going on in this episode? This, this episode was very
1: much so a you. It was you. There was some of me in there. I th- I think I spy with my eye that I was there. Um, <laughs> and you, you know, I didn't. I was very upset. Um, I didn't know if I was picked because we were second or picked because we hadn't, we didn't tell them where we stood. <laughs> um, and I was like, as far as I know, I'm standing right in front of you. So, uh
2: the where that's we stood all. is very big brother and survivor it's okay so where do you stand where, where's your head at in the game where do, where, where do you stand those are those are but those are our but, questions and this is not that game go
1: against your game though like if if i were if i'm to tell you where my head is at then i'm messing up my own game right there like some shit's better left unsaid i could tell you anything right you know, where my head is with you right now
2: right and you know what that's what you should have said that's what you should say It's with you.
1: Yeah. But the crazy thing is, I don't live like that. Yeah. And I'm with a partner who, you know, Jordan is just going to do what he's going to do. Right. So there is no, we don't beg. We don't kiss ass. And maybe that's going to be to our detriment this season. But
2: that interrogation scene, let me tell you something.
1: It was longer. We cried a little bit.
2: What I didn't understand was when you made the statement and you said, the only person I made a promise to is my best friend, Tori. At that point, I feel like antenna should have went off and been like, okay, maybe I can come in with you because you only obligated to one person. So let me try to work something out with you to see if we can work together. I had never had one conversation. And you saw
1: me like I pointed out the Nani and... Johnny thing yeah which I felt like you know I told them I'm like let's not just make this into a bigger deal I'm just using them as an example yeah because I didn't know there was a deal with Tori and Devin
2: now how does that work because that's your best friend they
1: never told me yeah but Devin is the politician of the group got you okay so, see, the thing is like I'm never going to put, like you have to care about self too yeah and there's self-preservation there so if they made a deal that has nothing to do with me, then Tori and Devin don't really need to tell me anything.
2: Okay. As long as they look, just keep me safe. That's all I care about. <laughs> yes. When they were, imp- <laughs> yes.
1: When you're in power or you can keep me safe. But I was like, how the hell did they weasel their way out of that? Wow. And that's when I started to ask questions like, so Devin, what are you doing? Yeah. Tori, what are you doing? Yeah. Did and you get answers to the doing? questions? Yes. Mm. I did so let's talk about these I was like, I would like a meeting.
2: Yeah, I know that's right. So these friendships, so many friendships are up and down and in the mm-hmm. air. In this episode, we have you and Veronica, and then we have this randomness of Michelle and Laurel, and then Michelle and Nani. But then there's also the Jay turning his back on Jack, turning his back on Jack, back on Jack, back back on Jack on Jack. What was that about? Like that that, and you could see the hurt in his face. Do you think that was an actor? Do you think he genuinely was hurt? He called him a rat mother. (laughs) I
1: mean, he said all of the things. No, I'm
2: talking about Jay. Do you think Jay was genuinely hurt?
1: Why would Jay be hurt? Because he had to throw his friend in. Did he have to? I mean, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Do you
2: think it was real? It's like,
1: I feel like on the other side, like, yes, it sucks to throw people in. But if you knew you were going to be that hurt, then you could have fixed another person.
2: Well, he was acting like he couldn't back down to Michelle like she would. Well, she did say in whatever episode that was, she needed him to sit there, shut up and stay on his leash. So maybe that's what happened. I don't know. That's why it's hard with these partners,
1: because you're going to find somebody that you like more. And that's why the game is so it can get so messy. Yeah. Because you can't please both. Yeah. You're not always going to be on the same page. It's very rare that you will, so it's easier to be like, "Hey partner, you can have the reins." But yeah. with those reins, with those pow, with the power, then everything comes crashing down on you.
2: Did you and Jordan have a pretty level-headed throughout the game? Were you two pretty well? He said
1: to me, "He was like, you are leader." I said, "Absolutely not. That is not. I mean, yes, <laughs> but no." But I also knew that Jordan and I play a very similar game. Like, I have too much pride to beg.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I also
1: feel like whatever's going to happen in this house is going to happen, whether I beg or not. These people, if they want to put me in, they're going to put me in.
2: Yeah. Regardless.
1: If they they don't want to, yes, if they don't want to see Jordan in a final, regardless of what I can do. Yeah. They are going to try whatever to get him out. Yeah. Any excuse they can find. And you too,
2: don't downplay yourself. They trying to get you out too.
1: Of course. and Of course. But it's like, well, who's going to do that? Period. Period. <laughs> so it, you know, it, it takes a lot because what one partner doesn't have, the other partner does have. Yeah. And, the you know, that it's really hard to find, you know, a pair that's equally matched that thinks the same way about the game, because as you'll find out in later on in this episode, like you're playing two games simultaneously. Yeah. Short game, that's challenge to challenge and the long game getting to that final. Yeah. And if you don't play the game within the game, that's why I don't make promises because I can flip Uh-oh. the game within the game, then you will find yourself out of it.
2: Ooh. Well, one of my favorite games is the game that we play on this podcast. And that is called the gold star and the time out game. So my question for you is in this week's episode, who has your gold star? And I think <laughs> I already know who going in a timeout child, not just timeout, but also with a dunce cap. Like I already know it's going down. There are a couple stuff. actually timeouts
1: for people, but <laughs> Um, who got a gold star? I want to give my gold star to Kim because you know what? If you would have been there and seen like people were really struggling and he came out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. like, like his boat had turned into a gazelle, just like floating and running through. I mean, there's so many different (laughs) things you could compare him to, but he was like this beautiful blonde Viking in a boat Mm -hmm. just going. And what you don't get to see is Kim's like. He was so... I had such a crush on him. He is so kind <laughs> and he was so... No, he was so genuine. He was so funny.
2: Yeah.
1: And I don't, guess you don't get to see all of that. Yeah. And uh, I wish they would have shown their personalities a little yeah.
2: bit more. Um, I have two gold stars. So my okay. first gold star goes to Fessy. And I don't know. that's you probably like, what? But I love the way he was such a teammate to Mariah in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, even yes. though she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing with that role at all he still encouraged her and motivated her. And he even said like, yo, like, I just want you, I want her to stay on a high. I want her to stay confident. I want to keep her up there. And even if he may have been doing it for self, because it kind of sounded like that a little bit, but I still feel like it was a great deed to do. And it made her feel like, oh, he really has my back. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was mm-hmm. really, really good. My other goal star goes to Jordan. My goal star goes to Jordan because... The perseverance is out of this world. Like the way mm-hmm. that he is so determined to show, I can't be stopped. Like y'all keep throwing these roadblocks mm-hmm. in me, but I-, I can't be stopped. And he never goes into this victim mindset of I can't. It's I can and I will. That's it. He became That's the only that thing for me. He,
1: knows. he was he was my can the whole the whole time we're here. I mm-hmm. mean, he was my can. When I said I literally I can't, he shut that down so fast. Because wow. I don't think he knows what that word is.
2: Wow.
1: He was like, you can't look at, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can do it.
2: Yeah. Why can't you? Yeah.
1: And I think that that is such an amazing way to look at things and to yeah. move through life. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I
2: love that. So who was we? That a was time cute.
1: out. <laughs> Uh-oh. Timeout in a corner. Uh-oh. Jay and Michelle, you could both sit there <laughs> together. Damn it. Why are you putting them in the corner? Because I don't know where they stand.
2: <laughs> you don't know where their head is.
1: <laughs> I don't know where the heads are right now. So I just got to put them in the corner together. It was <laughs> a, I mean, I was so, I was very blindsided by that. Um, I thought maybe a nod, tip yeah. of the hat. Yeah. However, I was made aware that I probably wasn't going to go. I wasn't going to be direct vote. So mm-hmm. at least I got that. Mm-hmm. But they're still, they're still in timeout. Damn it. <laughs>
2: Well, my timeout goes to Michelle alone for lack of a backbone. First of all, (laughs) the conversation with Laurel irritated my soul because Laurel kept testing the waters. First of all, you tested me in this interrogation by paying me dust. She paid Michelle dust. She gave her nothing but face. That's it. And then when she finally did have a one on one conversation with her, um, Laurel kept asking her, what is the problem? What do you want from me? What do you need? What don't you get? What am I doing wrong? What questions do I need to answer? What she kept asking her. And Michelle just kept sitting there looking at her like a deer caught in headlights. And I'm like, girl, this is the time. Tell her the root of the problem. Tell her your issue. Tell her what? Tell her what? Tell her. You all in a confession of, you know, Laurel makes me feel like this and I feel like that. Tell her that. She's opening the door for you to say it. And she said nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. But Laurel was like, I'm mad. That's how I feel. Like (laughs) You put me in elimination. Why are we talking about what could have happened before that? Like
2: She said, where do you stand? I stand in eliminations.
1: (laughs) Which I thought was very
2: real. So, yeah. And then the whole situation with Nani and Bananas. I love them both, but... Reciprocity is for real. Like, come on.
1: Like, if they expected, I mean, for them to get saved over, like, me and Jordan or Casey and Kenny, like, you have so many people that... The thing that Michelle and Jay do have going for them is that they have the ability to win challenges together. Yeah. That, in and of itself, will lend some safety to other players in the game. Mm -hmm. However... There are people like Laurel, there are people like Johnny, there are people like, there are all of these people that have played this game for a long time that are really good, that have won, that are intimidating, that are kind of masterminds at this game. Yeah. And the people with experience usually come out on top. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting how, you know, saving your homies, and that's homies in quotes.
2: Yeah.
1: How that's going to be in their favor or not
2: yeah because they had my girl michelle she was snot nose crying a few weeks ago just (laughs) snot nose crying just for nani to be like okay but i gotta do it so you want some tissue or that's nani for you it's gonna happen
1: (laughs) well we have an incredible episode for you today it gets a little spicy here on the podcast with jay and michelle (laughs) stay tuned and you will see why
2: bring some water Or milk. Yeah, water doesn't
1: help when shit gets hot. milk. Bring bread. (laughs) Or some mustard. Mustard, that's it. Bring mustard.
0: The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, so let's get right into this episode. My CBS people are here with us today. I am Super excited that they decided to come and hang out with us. Yes, Jay and Michelle, welcome to the podcast. What's that?
3: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate
4: it. I'm glad you're here. What's going on, Michelle? How you doing, girl? This is my first time meeting you. I'm a big Jay fan, so I am so pumped that you're here. Yay.
1: But they will not hesitate to throw you in. Oh,
3: Oh, don't (laughs) even start. Here we go. If Jay
2: ever threw me into an elimination, it would be a war a war if he ever threw me (laughs) into elimination.
1: I mean, we're just gonna get right into that real quick. (laughs) I just have a question, because what you don't see, some little back you know, behind the scenes stuff is the conversation we had in interrogation where you guys seemed like you were really upset about picking Jordan and I but you easily just said, "Yeah, Jordan and Nisa, that's fine." She was like, "I don't care." <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, care. she's like, I don't care. That's yeah, fine. Do you, you don't do fucking you, care. Do Whatever. Want, Throw you, anybody in."
3: Do you want to roll it back real quick? What you
5: also don't see is the fact there was a lot of people that we basically had to like eliminate as options. Yeah. you really. It was like I'm protecting this person. Jay's protecting well, this y'all person. We
1: all should have dwindled that one down.
3: We we did.
1: That's where it gets problematic because that's why I think. Jordan and I only had one one pair. There's only so far you can go. So your whole thing was like, well, what can you do for me? Or, well, I don't know where I stand. If you don't have those conversations with people, you're not going to get anywhere.
3: No, I, I think you got it all wrong, though, because I, I think. Don't,
2: I don't. I watch the same
1: episode no, you no, just watched. You, right? Yeah, but you
3: don't know my game.
2: OK, so tell us your game, Jay. Tell, tell I will. Us your game, I Jay. will.
3: So what happened was is Michelle had all her people. I had all my people. You're throwing down half the house every single time. So regardless of it is it's eight people, you're throwing out mm-hmm. eight people every time.
1: So there are only 16 people in the house.
3: Pretty much. How, how many people were up up on the stage that were not on my know. side?
1: I'm just I'm just you. Challenging. You, I care. I don't care. you barely
3: ever talked to us about game. You were only with Tori most of the time. You never really told anybody what you were doing. And then on top of that, you even said it in this in the episode yourself, I should probably have more talks with people because even Veronica doesn't even know where you're at. And she's sitting I, there the, like- The
1: conversations I had, they didn't film. I had a whole conversation with Kim telling him I couldn't pick him.
3: That's, because but I that's had, Kim. I'm talking about me and Michelle, the people that are in power.
1: Right. But I already had talked to you. I talked to Michelle. You never talked to me. Part. You
3: never told well, me that you and I were on the same alliance. You but never this told is me whole, that we were safe. The
1: whole, we weren't on the same alliance because you picked your own alliance. I, you were like the master. So, here, so here's the thing
2: that I want to know, because you guys can literally go back back and forth, tit for tat, your word, my I word. I had a question. I don't mind. Go ahead. Ask your question.
1: No, so Jordan, as you knew, was close to Nelson. And you were working with Nelson. Had no idea.
3: But I had no idea. I I literally found that out after.
2: Aren't you and Nelson friends like outside? He never talked to you
4: about anything. That's what I thought. No,
3: I did not know any of Nelson's alliances. The only one that I found out was Devin and me. That's it. I had no idea about Jordan. That was less than We
4: are working with the information that we're given. And if nobody's giving us information, when we come into power, how the hell are we supposed to know what to do? We're working by our gut reaction Mm -hmm. and by conversations that people have pulled us to the side to have. Like, Anissa, you you know I adore you. Like, bro, I would go out with you in Philly all the fucking time. I would, like... Truly. But when it comes down to game, if you're not pulling me aside and telling me, hey, let's yeah. run this game together. If you're not telling me that, then I assume you're having those conversations with other people and you have a different plan in place for yourself. Like you come in with so much experience. You have come in with so many relationships. And where? But they're
1: not alliances. And I think people confuse relationships and alliances. So can I ask a question? A lot.
4: Can I ask a question? Because, Michelle, I keep
2: hearing you saying no one ever came to you. No one ever came to you. Did you go to anybody? yeah absolutely i
4: I there were people who I've had obviously you can see I'm talking to Amber. I obviously have talked to Olivia before i I know where certain people's heads are at I'm talking and, about Vets. Yeah. I'm talking about in the vet. yeah I mean I'm yeah. I'm working with Devin and Tory they I have a deal made with them already okay. so like there are people that I've had those conversations with there's people who I mean, you saw us not throw up Nani and bananas, but I had a conversation with Nani about what I wanted that I wanted to work together prior to this. So like I went out of my way to try to have some of those conversations and I'm sorry that I didn't have it with you before, but at the time
1: you told me Nani came up to you right before and said, we won't throw you, we'll throw you a bone. And you said this verbatim. She came up to you right when we got off the bus to walk back into the house after you guys had won the challenge. She was like, don't put us in. The
4: conversation that I had with Nani happened right after Nani and Bananas 1. It happened in the club. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. I was hurt that you threw me in without ever having a conversation to me. I do want to work But with these me.
2: are the same things. So you know what I do? I have a question because the Twitter streets were very confused as to what the relationship is between you and Nani Michelle. And why were you so emotional that you were crying? Like, what's the deal with that?
4: Well, in general, I mean, you could see from this episode, I'm not the most mentally stable at this point in the game. I am kind of like, you know, I feel things really hard. I don't want to hurt people. Mm -hmm. I don't like getting hurt either. So it's not necessarily the easiest game for me to play. I Mm -hmm. can't just shut off my emotions like that. And like the thing about Nani is that last season, I had an incident going on with my brother. When we were quarantined, she was quarantined next to me and I didn't have my phone. I had nobody to turn to and I was really, really wondering why the hell I was going on the challenge. And she helped me through a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Then all this stuff happened with her mother. And like, I felt this kinship of being like, I was there last season, right after going through an extreme tragedy. I understand where you're coming from. And like, that was my relationship. I thought that, you know, like, I mean, I hated what she was going through and I wanted to protect her because I just felt bad and I, and I saw myself in her. And like, that's probably not the best way to play a game. I get that, but like, I just felt a kinship to her, I think. So how did it feel when to
2: see that she didn't feel it back? Cause she threw you in, so it, it wasn't reciprocity. She threw, me
4: in and <laughs> she threw me in and then we had a conversation in the club. And she felt really, really bad about it. She, you know, came to me and maybe that was just blowing smoke, but she was like, I'm not going to put you in his main boat. I regret not having the conversation with you earlier because I was saying at that point, I wanted to be working with that side of the house. Like I know we're seeing Jay talking to, you know, talking about rookie, rookie things and all of that. But for me, I wanted to work with the people who I liked and who I could see being like a hybrid model going into the rest of the game. And that was what I was trying to do. Honestly. That's
2: what I'm trying to understand because whatever the conversation Nani had with you after she threw you in... It was strong enough for you, one, to save her and to go against your partner and how strong he felt about that team being a liar. So I just wanted to know, was it was it worth it? Like, did you really believe in your heart that disregard what my partner say, my ride or die, the one person in this house who really does have my back. I'm going to go against him for this person who has shown me to my face this season, not in past seasons, not before, but this season that they're not really checking for me like that.
4: So to be fair, like. I don't really, I didn't really necessarily feel like I was going against Jay by making this move. Like me and Jay have conversations all the time. Like we are constantly checking in on each other. Like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you feeling about this? I would, if Jay was really, really feeling a certain type of way, I would respect that. And he does the exact same for me. And so, no, I don't feel like I was going against Jay by any means, but the path that I saw forward in the game at the time was that I really felt like doing an IOU in this situation, but based on what she told me was strong enough for me to make the decision that I made. Whether or not that's the right decision, obviously we're gonna see how it plays out. But the truth is like, this is my second time playing this fucking game. Like I am fucking learning. We all make mistakes. We all, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't know. Was it the right move? Was it not? I'm not fucking sure, but I'm just doing my damn best at this point. And it I- felt
2: right to you in that moment.
3: It was yeah. the right move. That's what she wanted to do. Let it go. Yeah,
2: Jay, how did that make you feel? Cause it, we saw it on your face, how much it affected you to have to throw in one of your closest friends in the house. We saw that. That was very visible. So how did that make you feel that she was very adamant about this is not, we're not doing that. This is what we're going to do.
3: You know, when Michelle, she, she questioned, she, she brought it up to me and she asked like, Hey, we, I want to save Nani. Like they, they're going to throw us a bone. They're going to have us an IOU or whatever. And the fact that I had to throw in back, like I met Jack in the show. So it's oh, not okay. like I have a huge relationship with Jack. I never knew him before I met him, started talking to him like a week into the show and really getting to know him. So we knew each other from the show right off the of it. Then Michelle has had a relationship with Nani for, I don't even know how long, all the things that she told me that she had to deal with, with her mother, with Nani's mother and Michelle's like brother and all that going on. Like, I know what it's like to have, you know, family health issues and problems like that. Yeah. And also like when someone passes, like that's just respect. You love each other. You love each other. That's it. That is what it is. Yeah. And also it's, it's early in the game. So you can make a power move that doesn't need to be as extremely powerful yet because I didn't see any of those teams, no offense, Anissa, but I didn't see any of those teams beating bananas and not. Mm. They're a great team. They're placing top in everything. They the moment they show up, they win their first daily challenge.
1: you just saw that up? Wait. Did they really? Cuz they were on a swimming. They were on like a gondola. Yeah, but ride. no one's
3: going to beat me in a swimming challenge. Like
1: No, can. he's not talking I me. Mean, I'm talking just about saying you. there were teams that, I'm not, I'm not, not, that they were the best team out there and there were other teams that were winning. Yeah, but teams. I didn't uh, So, but this this is what I brought up to you on the show, right? And I said it. It's hard to with these IOUs and whatever you want to base things on to expect a team to win all of the time to help I you. don't ever expect to, to assume to assume that this team I'm talking to Michelle too with the IOU is going to help you in the future before they help other people that they've known forever is kind of like I would take it with a grain of salt. Okay. You know what I mean? I 100% Michelle, you said you've only done two shows that you don't have the experience that some of us do that have played for a long time. Why not try and work with the people that do have experience instead of starting a rookie alliance or working with all majority it, rookies? Was or I working that, with
5: majority rookies? I said from the jump that I was trying to do a hybrid model. I told you that yeah. I made a deal with him and Corey. Right. I was trying to build a relationship with Nani. I, missp- and- I misspoken. I've misspoken, I, I misspoken with, that. We were working with Nelson and uh, Norris. We were working with Bessie right. and Mariah.
3: We were in the middle of
5: it the- Yeah, that's, that's right. what Jay
2: said in the previous episode. He said you were with Nani and the, the vets, and he was down here working the rookies. And that's something that I wanted to ask you, too, Jay, because you kind of had this, like, Robin Hood mentality, steal from the vets and give to the rookies. Like, you kind of had that mentality coming into this season. But this is your third season, so why didn't you consider yourself a vet?
3: Uh, Because I was never allowed—like, my first season, I didn't even play the challenge. It was literally Jay played elimination. My entire first you, you, know, that's where the champs are built though. Jay. I know that the I love it. I'm not, I'm not upset with it. It gave me my name. I got to go against CT. I got to go against the greats. I got to do my shit, which yeah. is awesome. So I'm not upset with it, but coming into this season, you know, you got to build both sides because you it's, it's, it's fucking weird. It's like yeah. literally weird. Cause some vets will let you in. Some vets won't other vets have betrayed you. Other vets will talk to you, but then they talk shit behind your back. So it's everywhere. So you don't yeah. know what's going on with that. Every rookie that comes in is literally looking for a home. That's what I did my first season. That's what I did my second season. I was like, where can I go? What can I do? So if I'm literally standing there and I'm like, you know what? This is my third time. I don't have any too many like big time ties to any of these vets yet. I can pull in some rookies and make a home for them and also do my thing. Then why not? So yeah. So then Michelle pulling up with like, you know, hey, if we don't send down bananas and Nani this time, Nani is going to throw us a bone. And you know what? I've had three seasons counting this one with bananas that, well, the second one I didn't have, but the first season with bananas immediately threw me in this season immediately threw me in. And I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of this guy. Just like having this beef with me. I don't understand why he's so obsessed with me, but Mm. I'm so tired of this stupid beef that doesn't even exist in my mind. So why not just like try to throw a bone and be like, dude, I don't fucking care here. I'm going to squash it and it's done. And now maybe we could start off clean and whatever happens, happens. But at the end of the day, too, like, I know that shit's never going to change. I'm not a fucking idiot. So but I didn't see any of the other teams beating Bananas and Nani. Not yet.
2: What do you you think Johnny's issue is with you?
3: I don't know. He's just obsessed with how ridiculously good looking I am.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of beef, I think we should talk about the beef that was Thoroughly in this episode, okay? Cooked and fried and chopped and made, okay? What's going on
5: with you and Laurel, Michelle? What is the root <laughs> of this issue? What, okay. what is the root? Okay, so I had it on good authority that she went to somebody and had said that she was not fucking with me in the game. Okay. And I knew that she had alliances with literally everybody else. I mean, she was working with... um uh nani and bananas. she was working with olivia and oracio amber and chauncey wanted to protect her every single person if i mentioned laurel to them they're like oh no no don't throw laurel in because laurel is with us and i was like if laurel is with everybody then she's not with me and like the reality is you could see like she took a tune with like she just had an attitude we didn't connect we didn't vibe and like i do go on like who I'm vibing with Mm -hmm. and like, I just didn't fuck with it. I didn't like the energy. And like, I don't know. I just wasn't into it. You
1: know, we don't go on the show to like be best friends. Not everyone's going to like everyone. but I do feel like there is a level of respect, right? It's
3: like, God damn, why are you connected to Jack? Because like I made friends with Jack and I love Jack in the house. I love Jack. I haven't got to talk to Jack out of the house, but uh, he's he's a really good dude. And the fact that they were tied together sucked because I was trying to make an alliance, but I mean, if, if only half of our team, ride or die team, me is trying to make an alliance with them. And then the other half is like absolutely untrustworthy of the other person of the other half of the team. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I'm protecting my alliances already. I'm protecting the people that I already told me that they're going to align with me. So I can't save just a new friend. Right. Sorry. We're playing for a million dollars, but I just met you. And also my ride or die is literally telling me all this shit that like, just don't go with Laurel. I trusted Laurel, too. I, I got with I got along with both of them. But you're not in my alliance. You're not in my alliance. And you can right. be my friend. But unless you tell me like, hey, I got you 100 percent, then I don't have you 100 percent. And unless I tell you that as well, then it is what it is. It's a game.
1: Does this with the whole Jack and Laurel thing remind you of the you and Teresa?
3: Uh, You know, you could see it like that. But with Teresa, I had no idea what the fuck Teresa was doing behind my back especially with Darrell, like I had no clue on that on earth. Mm-hmm. And like even you, you came up to me and you were like, you know, oh, Jay, I don't know what's going on. Da, 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 and you voted me in. And to this day, I was like, why the fuck would you go against me instead of just asking me what's going on? Because I had no clue. But no one believed me. I mean, it's my second season. My I first mean, season, these, I didn't my even votes
1: get... didn't matter. You putting me in the sand is way different.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's the same.
1: You would have you had majority vote anyway, but that's beside. Yeah, your but way.
3: you're you're still my friend. I would never do that to you. So regardless just of the did. fact, yeah, you did it first. So what's the problem?
1: Yeah, but me putting you in didn't set like I wasn't the reason that you went in the sand. If I whether I voted for you or not,
3: you were part of the. Because I had to protect the rest of the my sand. game,
1: where people are going to throw you okay. in. Okay, whatever
3: you want to believe. Where even I, we're I just
1: feel like it's it, it makes you butt hurt because when you think somebody's your friend and they say your name, it sucks.
3: Yeah, especially that's when all, they I tell think you that's I'm when it comes down to say you're I'm never going to say your name, Jay. And then you come up to me in the double agent's house and say, I didn't vote for you. And then I watch it back and see. Anissa I never said I didn't for vote for yes, you. you I
1: just didn't talk to you about it. I avoided you.
2: Who I'm not going
3: to lie to your honest. face. Oh, Let's I show. thought we were friends. Didn't you just say that we were friends? I
2: just said that's why people get butthurt. Okay, right. I want to lift the spirits of this episode just a little bit. Just yeah, lift, I'm good with Lift, that. lift, I'm lift the spirits just a little bit. Um, Jay, it was so much love and lust that was going on on this season so far. I just want to know what or who were you doing while all of this was going on? Because we don't see you in the love-lust clips, but were you doing something behind the scenes where you didn't get caught
3: no, it's great to just get to cuddle and get away with it. It's really oh. good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> cuddling
1: with who, Jay? With uh, Anyone know, who would smother him. He's a big smotherer. He likes yeah, big cuddles. Yeah, fucking
3: great. I cuddled with Anissa, I Cuddled with Michelle. Cuddled. I cuddled <laughs> with all oh, one night? No, cuddled with.
1: We did not cuddle. Yeah, you did. Well, our, our it was is you different. and it was it was three people. You guys all mm-hmm. fell asleep. I think that night. Not me. Oh, me.
3: Not Michelle was not in there.
1: Oh, Jay passed out in some bed. He falls asleep easily.
3: I do. It's great. Um, yeah, no, it was a lot of a lot of girls that I cuddled. But it was great. But it was So nobody caught,
2: nobody like really caught your eye, Jay. You wasn't like, oh look at that, 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 that. Mm-hmm.
3: Nobody. You know, I'm there for a million bucks.
2: Oh no, I don't like these uh... answers, Jay.
5: I don't like these answers.
3: I I, I do. <laughs> I that's like the you truth. Do. You can ask Michelle. Like, I'm there for a fucking million dollars. Jay
5: had the hard eyes though. He was getting himself he in trouble. He did trouble. I got myself in trouble. For who for who, Michelle? Spill it. Spill in it. the early days, flirting with Colleen, flirting Ooh. with Olivia. This is Pre Nelson. I mean, he was flirting with anybody who had a Vagine.
3: pretty face no not anybody
1: no it was the, i think it was majority of those two yeah you, yeah
3: the blonde brigade so
2: what happened what happened jay you just didn't get chose or you backed off
3: oh no, no no they just both found out that i was cuddling with them both at different times
2: <laughs> oh you got caught <laughs> you got busted yeah,
3: you guys did uh, jay's apology tour it was a great one
2: yeah michelle what
5: about you who was you snuggling and duggling with i mean i made the cake oh. of cuddling with Bessie, but don't we all don't we all that song
3: even you i cuddled with Fessy. everywhere
1: yeah was, uh, i feel like i i played never have i ever sitting there too yeah I mean, that room got a lot of action
5: yeah i would like to know about never have i ever what, what i out lose out of every
1: that? time you well, veronica oh. and i probably lost you honestly
5: do lose every time although veronica gave you a run for your money yeah she definitely lost she did <laughs> wait and
1: it was so weird because michelle and i weren't really talking because i was upset and mm-hmm. she would come into the room and i'm like i guess we're playing never have i ever together <laughs> Aww. and that's the that's the one thing that happens on the show it's like as mad as you want to be like you really enjoy people certain yeah. people so it's it's really hard to do that and once once a pair leaves it changes the whole dynamic of the house yeah and if there are people in your alliance or people that just keep you sane like you need the balance.
2: I'm so glad you brought up Veronica because what's the deal with y'all friendship this episode? What's what's going on? It seems like neither one of you really know what you where you stand with each other. Like we know that there's love there, mm-hmm. but what what's what's the deal? Like we spent so much time together. And how did you feel together. about her speech? Her elimination oh, speech. It was longer, wow.
1: and then Darrell made one, but it was awful. Oh. <laughs> Darrell started <laughs> sweating. He took his hat off. I think he mispronounced. I mean, this was the episode of mispronouncing things, but. Um, I actually, before we, I get nervous because Mm -hmm. I made a promise to DM years ago and it still sits with me. I mean, and it's Mm -hmm. been over a decade that I wouldn't throw her in. And it was mid-challenge. I mean, she was climbing up the thing when I'm like, I won't do it because I Mm -hmm. thought she was going to win. And I had already gone in elimination like three times. I mean, I was going in the whole season with my, one of my good friends on there. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. So I get nervous because this game can switch on the drop of a dime so I'm like yeah. do I have this conversation with Veronica a person that I care about and love and then some shit some weird shit happens yeah. so I was like let me sit for a second talk to Kim he was like a niece I need to talk to you and I'm like yeah he was like what would you do if you pulled the safe dagger and I'm like I gotta be honest with you I'm gonna save Daryl and Veronica yeah and I'm like I love you and Kim and I talked every single day he is a gem Colleen was my roommate like I had so much fun with them but Daryl and Veronica I've known for forever so I had that talk with Kim and then we get down there and I'm like, shit. And I'm like, it, it made me think like, yeah, this is when I should have had a conversation where I was like, Veronica, I got you. Yeah. But like she
2: needed that. She expressed she needed it. Yeah. Whew. OK, so before we go any further, we need to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this.
0: From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.
2: So I want to get into this daily challenge because it looked super, super fun. It looked like work but it looks a lot of fun as a viewer. I went there when my arms, like I, I look fun hard. to me. So <laughs> tell us how that felt. Each
5: of you, I wanna know what your experience was. I loved it. I like usually look at challenges and I'm like, fuck, I don't wanna do that. That looks horrible. I'm definitely gonna suck at this. But like seeing this challenge, I was like, okay, these are things that I know how to do. Like I know how to perform in this way. So I was excited to just see something that like I finally felt comfortable with. Um, yeah, it was. It's this is like a swimming endurance is not every in everybody's wheelhouse. So I was kind of happy to see it. Michelle, did you feel comfortable yeah, you with
2: so the
1: oars good. though? Let's be real. The oars were a little strange.
5: Uh, honestly, Jack's quote about it being like from the 1500s or something like out of that the Smithsonian, it. I was like, dude, it really was. They were so finicky. Like you, they would kept catching, you like gain momentum and then they catch the water and it would like jar the whole boat. It's like I've rowed before, mm. I consider myself like. You know water animal i know i i know how to row like a fucking kayak but this is not that this no
1: <laughs> this is that. from straight up from medieval times yeah. i didn't know what happened it was like this is how they got across the sea
2: jay you jumped in that water like a shark searching for blood like you was on it on the hunt you know like these how da- was it for you
3: these daily challenges are literally why i'm obsessed with the challenge it's just to go and compete this is my favorite part i hate the fucking social game I wish we could all just be friends and compete. And if you lose, you go the fuck home. It is what it is. But these dailies, I mean, this and elimination, every time I go into elimination too, I'm like, yes, I get to do one more challenge than all of you. If I survive, obviously, but it's like sick how I look at these, these competitions, even Michelle. No, she looks at me and she's like, are you ready? And I'm just like, quiet. I'm like, yeah, everything's great. And she's like, how the fuck are you like this Zen right now? What's going on? And she gets like all this anxiety standing next to me. And I'm like, Come here. And I just give her a hug. I'm like, we're good. Don't worry about Aww. it. Everything's going to be straight. And then we get in and she's like, what the fuck? Cause Michelle gets scared when I get like super focused or angry. So she's like, what the fuck is going on now? And I'm like, just in, that's my favorite. I love this shit.
5: <laughs> I don't, I hate it. I hate everything about the challenge. I don't know why I <Okay>. You keep coming back too, man. I mean, so. hate challenges. I <laughs> hate
1: people in. Yeah, she just
3: likes the unlimited wine. That's what she likes.
1: <laughs> I mean, this season, this wine wasn't that bad, so I wasn't I wasn't mad about an Ar- Argentinian mailback. Yeah, I oh,
2: got some good stuff.
1: Yeah, but this challenge was not. I mean, I like swimming and I like rowing, so I didn't really have an issue. I mean, as you saw, like I really did get emotional about it because like Jordan is an animal on land. Yeah. And I just
3: can I just say something about that dude. The moment I met this guy, right? I have a fucking crush on this dude because I don't know how the fuck he does everything so well. He is immaculate in, in his athleticism and his competition mm-hmm. is crazy. And the fact that he's doing these oars with one hand and he's keeping, he's in second place, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't, I don't understand. It, I want to take him on a date and pick his fucking brain. Well, I honestly. got
1: very emotional about it because I saw how frustrated he was and to see him in a hmm. moment, like, struggle. Cause he's not weak and I would never use that word with him, but Hell just, right. he, str- he struggled right. and we were still like right behind, you know, like we yeah. kept up.
3: You were right now. You were right behind us. We kept up. You were right behind and, us.
1: Um, all, that's also what, that's what why I felt like badass, we should have worked together.
2: <laughs> oh, well put <laughs> that on the table then. Congratulations to you two for yeah. winning the first heat. Now going into the second heat before it even started. Mm. Who were you two most concerned about winning the second heat?
3: Uh, We were, who was next? It was Nelson, Fessy, Tori, Devin, Colleen, Kim, Johnny, Nani and Bananas. That was it for me, Nani and Bananas. Every time I was like, oh shit, if Bananas wins, we're going down. Michelle thinks that it's not happening, but I know it's fucking happening. <laughs> what but... about you,
4: Michelle? Yeah, I like honestly looked at all of the teams and I was like, okay, this is not the worst this is not the worst situation. Like I felt pretty okay with all the teams that were in the second heat. So I wasn't super stressed. In fact, I looked at the other teams and I was kind of like, I hope one of them wins because I really did not want to be in a power position. Like you saw how stressed out I was just being in that power position. Like I prefer to be somebody who doesn't have to make-
1: Who wins, but has to make zero decisions.
4: Yeah, is that possible? It would be (laughs) ideal.
1: It so totally, I, I really yeah, was kind of
4: hoping that like maybe Fessy or Nels, like anybody. Yeah. I would have been okay with anybody were,
1: from that heat. Were you surprised by Fessy and Mariah and Bananas and Nani?
4: Mm. Like how, how they performed
1: or didn't perform, but yeah.
4: Yeah. I was, well, like, I know Fessy really strong in the water and I've, I was swimming with Mariah. So I kind of had a, a radar of how, how well she, you know, how she did. But I don't think it was the swimming portion. She, the way she was holding those oars, I was like,
5: I, I think
1: it looked like she was stirring. She was stirring like a cauldron. Mashed potatoes. It was, yes. Was I don't know what
3: she was. She was making butter. Wait, but,
1: but what you don't see is that they're going perpendicular to the track.
3: The lake is huge and we're in like one third of the lake and then you just see them exactly what it needs to say. They go diagonal to the point where they're completely perpendicular to us. And now they're just going to the other shore. And we're like, dude, you're not even on the track anymore.
1: And then Bananas and Nani are like over there as well. Yeah. Just doing their own Doing thing. circles
3: around. So Fessy it can, it can show you
1: that like, even the most intimidating pairs, all you do is stick a medieval boat in there, <laughs> or, the, or a, a Viking vessel, and and the worst can come out of their performance. So
2: It just shows everybody has a weakness. Exactly. But it's not true. even that, like you just put it, In any other
1: rowing thing, apparatus, maybe if it were, like, a little bit more up to date, could have been a different game. Yeah. But I think it's how well you can adapt and learn on the fly. Because that was, like, a a CrossFit rower and, like, a crew rowing boat. So it was, like, you had to do this overhand, not-at-the-same-time row thing. That
3: shit was, like, rowing on a noodle. Yeah. (laughs) It was so flimsy and so ridiculous. like you were about to turn over every second. Michelle's like, Oh my God. And I'm like, just control, control. We good, we good. Let's Yeah, keep it. no,
1: I freaked out the whole time. I was so nervous that we were half <laughs> <I didn't> size. <laughs> it was made of wood. Okay. The whole thing,
2: just rickety
1: clickety wood. For
2: real. But you guys end up taking the cake mm-hmm. and you guys come out as victors and the winners. This episode was so emotional. It was filled with ups and downs, questionable friendships, love, lust, all type of stuff. But I do want to tap into the friendship between you and Jack. Now. Oof. Oh my God. We saw that this was a great a high episode for you in the winning department, but it ultimately potentially cost you your friendship?
3: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely did.
2: So you guys are not friends as of today?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm still his friend. I'm sure he's not my friend, so... So
2: you guys haven't spoken since the season wrapped?
3: I talked to him one time after I texted him. I, I gave him some time, and then I texted him, and then he ended up texting me back and being like, yeah, man, let's hang out, let's go work out and all this stuff.
1: Hasn't happened And then yet. I was like,
3: oh, okay, cool. Then I hit him up again and ghost. So oh. I don't know what happened in that moment oh. or in those days, but... Uh, yeah, Chinese Takeout is currently uh, broken up.
2: So tell me how they, okay, so yes, the band, the band. No, and the, the night, emo party. the night. I'm surprised
1: the they showed it and called it Emo Night. We have Emo yeah, Night. I'm Wait, very, so how did it come surprised. about? How did it start? Where did it come from? Our fire, I think, brought up everything. That little fire pit was like where all of our creative yeah. juices were flowing.
2: Okay.
3: Everybody was singing, rapping. Anissa's a hell of a singer. Um, Devin rapping. I was rapping. Fessel was rapping. Unfortunately, <laughs> not
1: your tone, <laughs> not your tone. I need. I hope they have it for when they has a blanket freestyle and it's just oh, oh my fuck. God. It's so bad. <laughs> uh,
3: but then yeah, so then Jack and I, uh, I told him I, I I mess with music and he's like oh I make music too. So then we started writing lyrics together. And we were just like writing some funny shit one day and then uh, Devin walked by and we we're like hey yeah we're making a song. So then it just kind of like warped into this, like, okay, let's make a emo rock band. So then we went with it and then everybody dressed up, which was awesome. And it was good to see like everybody Everybody just like fucking having a good time. It was just a, a time where no one was upset yet nice (laughs) because i I didn't win yet (laughs) everyone's happy so far all the rookies are going home shit's shit's great you didn't shake Uh, the tables
2: yet the tables were not shook
3: nothing yet so then uh you know standing on the table singing rock the boat a little bit so it (laughs) is what it is now
2: (laughs) not even knowing
3: that very soon (laughs) not even knowing that the fucking king emo is about to fucking it was so
2: it was so
1: good and probably the one time where i was like jay I like this look for you. Aw. Yeah. This is, yeah, I hit on Jay about four times that night.
3: Yeah. I Uh-oh. Kidding. I hit on you too because you're you're singing was fucking Thanks. awesome. I was like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> what is he's that? For, is that an angel? for a what singer the fuck? to get smothered. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. If you want to just like, just put me to sleep, just hug me and just like lay on me and I'm good. I'm out.
2: <laughs> Michelle, I have to ask you because if I don't, the people will riot. Okay. So I have to ask you. Do you, now that you've watched the episode back, do you have any regrets in not putting Nani into the elimination? Nani and Bananas, I'm sorry, into the elimination.
4: I think that I made the right choice for myself in the moment, but I think the perception that it gave other people had more weight than the decision. Like What I didn't factor in, I factored in the decision that I felt was right for me and Jay in that moment, Mm -hmm. But I didn't think about everybody else's perception of that decision. I I thought about, okay, how will our game move forward with making these choices? Right. Yeah. But I didn't think, okay, well, now they're all perceiving our decisions like there's a lot to think about. And what you also don't see is that we won that challenge and we went right into it. We didn't have time to talk to anybody. Your hair was still wet. It was like it was, she had eight
1: minutes to get ready. Wow!
4: So part of it is the conversations and the check-ins that we needed to have. We weren't really able to have, you know, like we were doing things really, really fast, and you can't think through every single thing when you're moving that fast. You can't yeah. play every avenue out. Um, and so, do I regret it? Like, I regret. I, I don't regret anything that that I did because I was working with the information that I that I had. But yeah. Um, I probably would have done, I probably could have done things differently, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Fuck
2: that
3: shit, we did great, Till it. <laughs> so
2: what did you
4: think, cause now that you watched it, what did you think about the reactions that everybody had? Seeing it, like seeing how they were like, what, that was dumb, like. I mean, did, how... I, abso- I absolutely understand people's reactions, but at the end of the day, it is a game. And like, yeah. I, I'm i trying to play the long game, right? Yeah. Like I really yeah. I really am. And I think sometimes when you do that, you forget that there is a short game that mm-hmm. needs to do. Um so that's always the battle. Like, how do you play, how do you play it to stay until the end while also maintaining what needs to be done right now? So it is yeah. a balancing act and, and I'm learning. And me and Jay, you know, we're, we're learning. We're trying to navigate, working on ba- barely, you know, we don't have a lot of it's experience. Re-
3: it's really it's- hard coming into this game, like as a survivor, because big brother, I mean, Devon, you've paved the way. Natalie paved the way. Uh, Pauly, you know, all you guys have paved the way coming in. I'm the first survivor and Michelle's the first like American survivors. Turbo, he counts as a survivor, but he's just in his own boat. Cause he's like, let me just, Natalie was on everything there. and the show. You nat- you nat- yeah. Natalie. But I'm talking about in, in our season.
2: Oh, sorry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But yes, me, uh, Natalie, Michelle, and I are all the first survivors ever to play. And I was the first too. one all alone. You weren't uh, yeah. alone that season, yeah. and, and,
4: and but, but also, but as
3: yeah. a recurring. Yeah. 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 This is our, this is our second time, or third time for me, second for yeah. for Michelle. So coming in, people look at Survivor immediately and they're just like, nah, can't trust you. Don't know why, but I just can't trust you off rip. And even, you know, Anissa was the very first person ever on my first season to ever come up out of the vets to be like, hey, I, I mess with you. I like you. You're a cool person. I'm gonna be your friend and let's work, like, just, just hang out. And she never voted against me, which I always respected. And I love that. And I was like, I'll never fucking throw you in. It is what it is. We're good. So let me go ahead. But then now coming in, like you can even see in the episode, like everyone's like, oh, the survivors, you know, they're masterminds. They're doing shit. And it's like when we're playing the game right now, what you don't realize too is like it is very early in the game. So taking a massive power shot and also not, it affects both ways. So if we could kind of throw it in the middle where it was a middle, like if you look at our picks, they're all middle picks. I mean, Kim and Colleen, they almost won the rowing challenge. He looked like a, like a golden god on the boat. <laughs> Anissa and Jordan, they came in second. Laurel and Jack, they did and, great. Um,
4: Veronica just came in.
3: And Veronica and Darrell came in. So we're trying to play both sides where it's not affecting too much, but it's also making enough moves to, like, okay, let's build our alliance and also keep our people strong. So – To a lot of people, it might look like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. But in every move that we made, it was calculated for a long game. It was calculated also for our game. Everyone's going to get upset. When you get thrown in, you're never going to be like, thanks, bro. That's so good for your game. I can't wait to just do it for you. You did great. Everyone's going to be pissed. You throw me in, I'm going to be like, motherfucker, I'm pissed.
2: I feel like from the outside, it's almost expected. You know, because they have this this thing. Social media has this thing where CBS is trying to take over. The CBS people are trying to take over the challenge, right? That's what they're yeah. saying on the social media. So my thing is, why do you think that the other CBS people that were there weren't welcoming, minus Amber, weren't really welcoming to you too? Why do you guys think that is? Because I would have expected a big
4: CBS situation. I think that I think that there's this stigma that we're like sneaky because we were on survivor particularly that I won and Jay had was working with Teresa and there's like all of these stigmas that we literally cannot shake out of people's minds when we do anything if we do things that are good and not sneaky and upfront, nobody recognizes it the minute that we do something that's a little bit shaky they're like that's exactly what we expected of them Mm. they're sneaky they're snakes and it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy it's like we're going to become what you think that we are. No matter what. Because eventually this game is sneaky. It requires making moves. And we're always going to be what you expect. If you think we're that way, we're going to show up and be that way. That's just unfortunately the way that it is in this game. And um, we can't seem to shake it.
3: But also being tied to some of the CBS people, like Fessy, we were working with Fessy. It was chill. And then with Casey, we, we had a mutual understanding of just like, we know where you are. We never had to say anything of like, hey, we're working together because she's working with Nani. She dates Nani and Nani is right hand to bananas. Yeah. So she can't say shit to me. Right. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing. She's going to be like, oh, Jay, I'm going to talk to Nani and try to say it. like, no, I know I'm fucked. Let's get over it. All right. So as far as CBS is concerned, like those are the only other two. And we had Fessy with us the whole time. OK. So if they just don't show everything. Yeah. Which is fine because then it just leaves like questions like this so we get to do cool stuff. Anissa,
2: do you agree that there is a stamp on certain
1: shows? I I mean, yeah. But I also feel like challenge people think like this is our show. Um, Okay. Additionally, like I know before the season happened, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work with Michelle. (laughs) This is in my mind. And what wasn't to my benefit or Jordan's um, I think coming in late and having people already having those conversations.
3: Nope.
1: Nope. But Jordan and I kind of are kind of misfits, you know, like we ride on the outside and I made my one promise and if someone thought I was going to throw my best friend under the bus, they were out of their mind but
2: right. besides
1: that, I had no no promises to anyone so of course I was like, and you said I want to work with someone that's good at the fucking game and I think yeah. it, I, if I could run it back, I wonder I wonder what it would have looked like had, had our two pairs worked together this season.
3: 100%. Looking back on it, had I known that you guys were working with Nelson and had I known that like you were actually tied to Michelle, this shit would have been completely different.
1: I know. And that's and I never make phone calls before the show because I just expect like and maybe that's maybe that's uh, shitty on me. But I, you know, I think we all have integrity. It's not a question of character. It's just the game is like like I love you guys outside of it. I love you inside the game. It just it just hurts when when shit happens, you know, so it's and i'm just oh, a human, i'm just a human being that feels <laughs> oh, things so yeah, and i've been in 20 where, where i've been in 23 you? eliminations or or whatever mm. however many or more so i've had friends and the whole house and people that i thought i trust so i i get where you guys are coming from but i think once something happens you give people one excuse one thing they will take it and they will use it for yeah. Ever you step on someone's toe, they'll be like, "That's the person that steps on people's feet." Yep. In 19- and they 02- will never let you live that down. It does not matter if you are a fucking saint and you never tell a lie or do anything ever again. It just stays with you. And to be honest, you can thrive and move through that. There are people that have been villains and horrible, and people hate them, and they and even if they're not, they can still, you know, rise to the top. So, I doubt it's the last yeah. time people are going to see you. Is this our
4: villain era? Is this villain <laughs> era
1: right now? I mean, Michelle, I don't think you could ever be a villain.
3: <laughs> I don't think you could be a villain, Michelle, come on. Come no, up. but you know
2: who may be entering their villain era? Laurel and Jack, they are now back into the house. I know. How are you two feeling that Yikes. they are coming
3: back? Hopefully Chinese Takeout can come up with a new song. <laughs> I'll,
4: call it, I'll call it I'm, I'm sorry. I have to tell you, honestly, I was so- so so stressed out making all of the decisions yeah like i am that is not in my comfort zone and you could obviously see that play out in the episode but once yeah. the decision is made and i have to deal with the backlash i'm fine taking the backlash once it's dead and done like yeah i am i am strong enough after the decision is made to hold my own and fight for myself I'm really not somebody who backs down in that way. But like it was the hemming, the hawing, the not knowing, the hurting people. The hurt is done. It's done. And now I'm going to stand up for my decision and I'm going to move right along. So like I don't feel in this moment now that it's all done, like intimidated, whatever. We made a decision. Whether it was a good decision or not, everybody's going to have opinions on it. Most likely people are going to say it's not. Well, whatever. You know what? Move along and on to the next week. Like it's we're just going to have to hang on to the next week and that's it.
2: On to the next week. Anything you can tease about this next episode since you're putting it out there?
3: Anissa gets mad again. <laughs> no, Anissa, I get, I get pissed.
4: Uh-oh. 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 Anything, anything you want to tease? Any special situation? I mean, we're definitely not out of hot water yet. I think that, yeah, it's going to be... It's gonna, winning it feels like losing and we're gonna we're gonna see how that plays out. And I think it's paving the road for like people seeing that this is the first time that it really had, the backlash is gonna be like, you know, people are gonna start to see that the backlash for the decisions that you make paved the way for the rest of your game.
3: Things are gonna get spicy. Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: we, we love a little spice. We love a little spice. Very nice. <laughs> Let's get
2: into the final segment of this. Episode. So we have one final game for you. Now we have three questions for you about each other. This is great. You say you're right or dies. Now it's time to prove it. Y'all ready? Okay. I'm ready.
1: <laughs> Let's do it.
3: Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: Question number one. Anissa, I'm throwing it to you.
1: All right, guys. There was an emo party this episode as we all participated in. What is your partner's favorite genre of music?
4: Oh, Jay loves like rock like old is it rock punk rock indie rock whatever punk rock he always brings up um <laughs> like rock songs from like the 80s that i'm like what the fuck is that where did you, where did you- <laughs> like hair bands or like all of them uh-huh i, all I like a them. good hair
2: band
3: everything that she's an indie punk old i, I love, love class every if you got a guitar in your hand we're good yeah
2: is she right jay is yes is that
3: she's the answer? R- she's right she's Ooh. right but and i also what's her Oh, Michelle's is very difficult because she's like, I don't know. She's like a fucking fairy. She just like floats around. I don't understand what she listens to. It's definitely not rock. And I don't think it's house. I feel like it's like, I don't know, just like pop music, just like regular pop music. She's
1: like a top 40 kind of girl.
3: Yeah. yeah I like,
4: love a top 40. There's a reason yeah. it's top 40, okay?
3: Yeah. Oh. Like- like Taylor Swift and whatever else. Oh my is god. Go. Yeah,
4: Tay-Tay's new album. Please, I know everywhere. else. Not Tay-Tay's Aww. new album.
1: See, that's where we differ, Michelle. We can go down the shore, we can drink together, but not Tay-Tay. Uh-oh. I'm just kidding. I might get crucified for that. They gonna get you, and was, I, was I know. To say. Damn it. Yeah, listen, I think, <laughs> like I think she's talented. I think she's talented. You like uh, Harry Styles, so we yeah. can listen I love, to her. I mean, I'm a big indie rock girl, though.
3: MySpace days. Listen.
1: Oh Lord. You would've you would have been in my top eight, but after this fucking episode.
3: <laughs> I mean the top I five.
1: <laughs> you're down, I would have taken you out, but I would have put you
2: back in.
3: I'm on the top sixteen right now. Until next week. Then I'm top nothing. Get fucking out of here.
2: So question number two. The house got a Burger King feast this episode. What's your partner's favorite Burger King order?
4: <laughs> um, I assume he would like something like I don't know what's what's that burger thing like a whopper, like whatever, like a big sandwich is. I don't fucking know. I've seen it. Jay just eats a lot of a lot of food. So something big. She, All right. right. She says something, something, big. Big. something Jay's big. Something
3: big.
2: Just, <laughs>
1: just <laughs>
3: fill my mouth. There's
1: oh, a
2: big God. something big and beefy. Oh, something big and beefy. Give me some big mouth. old beef. Oh,
3: yeah. Burger oh, God. You, okay. you already know
2: that that okay. clip is about to go viral. You, you already know.
3: So. <laughs> I'm good with
2: it. <laughs> What's
4: Michelle's favorite order from Burger King?
3: I don't fucking, maybe French fries? <laughs> I don't, I,
4: I, I don't, need probably something like chicken. That's like,
3: what's it okay. like chicken tenders or French fries? I don't know. Yeah. Something you just dip and they eat. They got like, chicken
4: fries, don't they?
3: Oh, yeah, they do. I'm,
1: I'm actually starving. <laughs> I know I'm sick, but now I'm hungry. Well, let's answer that's number good. three so Anissa can go eat. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I'd love to ask this one.
3: Does Anissa still love Jay and Michelle? I don't know, Anissa, do you? That's a bonus I love question. you guys
1: still love right, you good, it's a good. game Same. i told you i've been put in by every single person i think that's ever been on the challenge so you get yeah. over it i'm with you, you don't bring it to the next show i'm with you hopefully um <laughs> so in episode one you said you first met flirting in a hotel elevator while being cast for survivor do you remember or know which floor that elevator was going to
3: We went to the penthouse suite together. Fucking winning.
1: (laughs) So that was the incorrect answer. Michelle, the correct answer is? I don't know. I think we
4: were on floor 11.
2: Were you guys that consumed with each other? You don't remember the floor? No. Who remembers the floor? I I I love
4: it. Avon,
3: what floor were you on for Big Brother?
2: The top one, going to see Jesus, because I was tired, child. I was tired. (laughs) Tired. (laughs) I was tired.
3: Okay.
2: Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I was tired. You guys have been so amazing. I'm so glad that you guys came to hang out with me and Anisa today. I'm glad you guys got an opportunity to have a conversation because it was a little tension between the three of y'all at the top
1: of no the episode. Way,
3: really?
2: Yeah, the top of the episode was hot. Sorry,
3: yeah, I was fucking. Listen, it was, it I've it had a serious.
1: fever and I feel like it just broke again <laughs> on here, and that is my bad. So,
2: but I love that. I love that about this podcast because we have the opportunity to have people who have beef, even if it's like little beef sausages. You know, I'm okay. literally in
1: the notes. Like you guys
2: could have found somebody else to do this fucking <laughs> interview, <laughs> and look at y'all now talking about top eight on MySpace, going to have. Michelle, the show
3: goes uh yeah anisa's hosting it uh are you worried and i was like fuck <laughs> no i can't wait to talk to her
2: <laughs> i know
1: hey. he was like how you doing and i'm like i'm fine
3: <laughs> she hated me in the beginning of this she hated me now i'm on am i on top 10 at least or Yeah, top you're eight? in there
1: you're
2: yes, in there
3: hi kim
5: hi guys hi, hi. kim
3: for everyone who doesn't know uh michelle's sister kim is on the zoom
5: anisa sorry that my sister and jay were mean to you i would never do that oh <laughs> i
1: love this podcast but i love kim
3: this is literally why every single challenger that's ever met kim is like hey can we just switch kim from oh. <laughs> michelle kyle gosh. kyle and i kyle and i had a whole conversation about how much we love kim at dinner oh
4: <laughs> just- you didn't tell me that Jackie. michelle
1: i love you and
4: you're i love no, you I too i need therapy on. i need therapy after this episode after this after this podcast, after my sister's throwing me under the fucking bus, I'm sorry, this is why I wasn't a ride or die. All right,
2: I got, I'm good. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, Kim. Good to see you. Bye, Kim. She said, she Bye, she Kim. Said, Put me on rivals, okay? Yeah, maybe I'll start that therapy with Day, the after after podcast. <laughs> okay.
3: Oh, I that's need great. that.
2: I need that. We I'll don't take
1: insurance test. though. We need straight cash money. Take
2: all. Take it all. Run me my bills. Oh no, but I love you guys. Thank you guys for coming to hang out with us. It's been yes, great. Thank you. This has been such a fun episode. Thank you for rocking with us. Tell the people
4: where they can find you in the social world of the media of the world
3: go ahead michelle
4: okay you can find me on instagram at mish underscore fits you can find me at twitter at, as mish fits but don't tweet about me at this episode <laughs> 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 if you have mean things to say direct everything to jay
3: <laughs> you guys if you want to say any mean shit or any nice shit you can find me at jaystarrett.com you can find everything there from my stay loco brand to instagrams twitters whatever it is just go to and you find it all
2: Woo! Thank you.
3: Thank you guys for having us. I appreciate it. It was great. And I love that the tension is finally gone. Fuck off! Oh
1: fucking sweating. Yay. Thank you guys.
3: Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye, guys.
4: bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Man, that was such a great interview that we had with Jay and Michelle. So many things were brought up. So many problems were resolved, dare I say? They were resolved.
1: <laughs> it's okay until next season. Or at least discuss. I'll find you both in the corner.
2: <laughs> Anissa, tell the people where they can find you on the social media. Well, it's not going to be at Twitter.
1: That's Davon's job. I hate it over there. It's just, it's so negative. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at Anissa MTV. Devon, where can they find you?
2: On Twitter, y'all can find me in these Twitter streets <laughs> <laughs> at Dave Devon underscore, or you can find me on Instagram at Devon Diane underscore. And until I get consistent with content, that is the only place that you can find me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least you're being honest with the people, they deserve it. If
2: I don't, they will drag me.
1: <laughs> they will, they will.
2: But if you like this episode, please make sure that you rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And tell a friend, tell everybody, come listen.
1: And then catch new episodes of The Challenge, Ride or Dies, Wednesday at 8 p.m. on MTV.
2: Yes, and we will see you back here next week for a brand new episode of MTV's Official Challenge Podcast. Bye. See ya.